morning. The reading today is from the Gospel of St. Mark on page 1009 of the Church Bibles. It's chapter 6, starting at verse 30. Jesus feeds the 5,000. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time, it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it is already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, That would take more than half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much money on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then Jesus told them to make all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. Sorry, They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was five thousand. This is the word of the Lord. When you see people in need, how do you respond? Talk to somebody next to you. Be honest, because sometimes you either run away from the need or you do something about it. So what, what do you, how do you respond in 30 seconds? Honest. I'm sure there are many different answers in the room. And for some of you, maybe when you see somebody in need, and the needs are different, your response might be, I'm overwhelmed, I cannot do anything about it. Or, I've got just the right thing that they need. Or, I know just the right person to ask to help. 
Jesus sees the need. And what's interesting is in this moment, there's been a crowd of so many people gathered together. And Jesus has been performing miracles as he's kept doing all the time. Meeting needs all the time. But then, he also needed time to retreat with his disciples just to get away with them. And that was important because whenever he got away with them, they could share certain things that they couldn't share with everybody else. Maybe like when the two of you sit in your living room. They needed time together as the twelve. But guess what? Just as they're coming for this precious time that was really important for them, yet again, the crowd is there. Now, how do you think Jesus is feeling at that point? Well, you know how the disciples are feeling because they're thinking, no, we've just been spending our time on them, on everybody else, feeding them, praying for them, answering all their questions. And just now, we are about to go walking or cycling. It's our time, and they're here again. So the disciples' tendency is probably to say, Jesus, just keep them away. That's what they're saying, isn't it? Let them go. Let them go home. It's getting dark. It's our time. Then Jesus turns to them and says, well, you feed them. What's their response? We, we cannot, even if we tried, we just cannot feed all these people. There are too many. It's 5,000. How are we going to feed them? What do you have in your hands, Jesus asks. Response? You hear the answer. Say it. Say it with confidence. Can you hear that answer in the context and how silly it might sound? The need is 5,000. What do you have? Sounds like a joke, doesn't it? And it may have been a joke, but actually Jesus was serious. Because in that moment, he transforms the little that they have and uses it to feed those many. Jesus invites each of us here to come to him. And my gifts and talents might not be as many as Hillary's. Your gifts and talents won't be the same as Fred's. But it doesn't mean you haven't got them, because you have well, I've seen them, but God has seen them more. And each of us has something to bring. And all that Jesus says to us is, what do you have, Brian? What's that thing that you have? And Brian might say, I, all I can do is encourage my friend. And Jesus says, well, give me that bit. What can you offer, David? And David might say, well, I can do 20 things. And Jesus says, give me just five of those 20. And the things that we can each bring won't look the same, and they don't have to look the same. This little boy had the lunch ready. It was just a little bit. And look what happened. When it's in Jesus' hand, it's transformed. 
if we remember that the gifts that we have are not about us, if we give them to Jesus, he transforms them and uses them to his glory. And that's how he builds and grows his church as we gather together. Who could be on PCC? Oh, I don't have much time. Jesus says, how much time do you have? Just an hour a week. I could use that, Jesus says. What else do you have? Well, I can take communion to my friend once a month. I can use that, Jesus says. What else can you do? I am young and full of life. Jesus says, I was young once. How can I use what you have? And that's for all of us in different ways. Jesus has walked the journey and our lives and he understands us. I'm only 12, he says. Well, I was 12 when I started in the temple. I'm only 10, he says. Well, I was there as well. I'm only a baby. Well, that's true, but look at how powerful and amazing Christmas is. That was a baby. To date, we're still having the impact of a baby around the world. That was a baby. Not speaking, not saying much, but look at the power of a baby at that time. You might say, but he was God. Yes, but greater is he that is in you, Kate, than the one in the world. He is in you. He is in me. Do you know that song? He lives in me. He lives in you. Now, you could use that in different ways, but Jesus lives in me. And because he lives in me, I can face tomorrow. Because Jesus lives in me, because he lives in you, you can face tomorrow. Let's say that together. Because Jesus lives in me, I can face tomorrow. I want to finish with this. As you look through that story, what are the characters of God that you can see, of Jesus' character in that little story? Shout out any character or nature that you can hear or see of compassionate. Anything else? Understanding. Generous. Love. Trust, caring, teaching, powerful, faith, more, confidence, Jenny, miracles, not overlooked. There's a lot in there, the nature and character of God, and that's for us, is how can we be like Jesus to the world? The answer is we cannot do it in our own strength. Because if those people offered the five loaves and two fish in their own strength, they could not feed the 5,000. But as soon as they gave it back to Jesus, then they could. If you use your gifts and talents in your own strength and intellect and power, it doesn't work. We submit it to Jesus and it works because he does it. Shall we pray? Lord, thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you for your love for your people. Thank you for your heart of compassion. Thank you that you care about each one of us here. We might be gathered together as many numbers, but you know each one by name. Just as you saw the 5,000, you knew each one 
by name. And I pray that, Lord, you will help us to be like you, those who look out for the needs of others and respond, not in our own strength, but in yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to finish with the worship song, and as we do that, there was a word that came this morning as we were praying that I should share with us. There was the sense that um, God wants to give somebody a new heart, a heart of a soft heart, a new heart, not a heart of stone, but a soft heart. And you hear that in Scripture. A soft heart is one that receives what God has, one that is ready to change when invited, one that yields to the Spirit of God. And I pray that that will be true for us. Shall we stand together?